We're back in the room and you're listening to Sound Advice. Morning, afternoon, everybody. I'm here with uh, Matthew and Mark, uh, Matthew Watson, medical partner at Ballard's LLP, and Mark Scallum, uh, also medical partner uh, here at Ballard's LLP. And Mark is currently sitting as the uh, chair of the uh, Institute of Chartered Accountants England and Wales Healthcare Special Interest Group, um, which gives him a good sort of insight into what's uh, what's happening. Hi, Matthew. Hi, Mark. Hi, Steve. Hi, Hi, Steve. Hi, Mark. How's it going? What's new? All sorts. All sorts. I'm quite enjoying, I must confess at the moment, I'm quite enjoying actually starting to see people again. It's starting to uh, uh, starting to actually go out and see people and talk to people in person rather than sitting in my little box here uh, talking on a screen. It's, it's, it's somewhat refreshing now, so hopefully that can continue. Mm. I think that um, it's going to be interesting how it, how it pans out, really. Yes, there's, you know, it's a bit of a tired conversation now, which everyone's had many times, I'm sure. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see, you know, we're a fickle race. Will will we sort of find ourselves sitting in traffic at, you know, 6.30 on the way to a networking meeting to have a, a cold bacon bap? Or, or are we going to sort of embrace this going forward? I, th- I think ultimately it's probably going to end up as a bit of a hybrid version isn't it but but people I are definitely so. yeah people are definitely more comfortable with um you know with having relevant meetings online in fact you know just for clarity we are we, we are sitting uh, remotely at the moment and, and recording this from different locations aren't we guys so yeah, yeah. absolutely I, mean, yeah. I would say it, it is good to get the feeling that we we can see each other face to face again but i think also we need to learn the lessons of the past sort of 18 months and uh recognize that in in some instances it's better um to do it virtually because we can just sort of fit in with everybody's timetables mm. and just grab a quick 10 minutes or whatever need, needs to be without having to drive miles yeah. and miles to the meetings i think it will be as you say a bit of a hybrid yeah it's using the right tools for the for the right job isn't it really so so anyway guys changes to base basis periods um it sounds pretty tedious pretty tired but it is important do you do you want to sort of kick off and just give it a bit of context you know this will probably be an alien um phrase to a lot of people out there but some perhaps not but mark do you want to put a bit of context what are we actually talking about here well, I'll, I'll let Matthew go into it a bit more, but, but actually I think you made a good point there. It sounds really rather boring and tedious and not something that anyone needs to be too bothered about. But actually, it's potentially really important um, and um, for some practices could actually be really expensive um, in terms of a cash requirement. And so this is, to be honest, rather caught us a little bit on the hop. By us, I mean sort of the accounting industry. Um, it has come out as a consultation. It has come out with some draft legislation, which is unusual and sort of implies it's a done deal, to be honest, which is slightly concerning. And a consultation, do you want to just explain, it's a sort of a white paper, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so the, so, so, so the government, HMRC, will will if you like, publish an, an idea, I guess, if for want of a better word, um, and how it could work. And they'll sort of uh, send that out um, and ask for comments from accountants and other interested parties for, for things that they might not have thought about or ideas about how to overcome challenges within it and what have you. Normally, these sort of things um, go out as just that, as a consultation. But actually, this has come out as a consultation accompanied with the draft legislation, as I say, which makes it a little bit more... Um, uh, in my mind, it makes it a little bit more, more certain to actually happen. Um, 
and you know Matthew'll go into what it is in a minute but actually if you if you take a step back about what this is trying to achieve what this is actually going to do is increase the tax take without raising tax mm-hmm. and actually that is um I think probably absolutely exactly what the treasury would want to do you know we as a as a nation quite frankly need the cash um there's a, a manifesto pledge that they won't raise taxes so if you can increase the tax take without raising taxes and just by um i guess in inverted commas playing with the the basis on which the tax is calculated then then that's quite a an attractive proposition so, okay, so um, flip it flip it back so what what does the what what does the paper actually propose so basically um they they're talking moving this is the technical boring bit they're talking about um jumping from the current year basis at the moment to a tax year basis um so what that means that at the moment if we're talking about say the 2021 tax year and you've got a 30th of September year-end, for 2021, you're taxed on your profits up to the year-ended 30th of September 21. What this new legislation would would mean is that instead of being taxed on the year to 30th of September 21, you'd in fact be taxed on the 12 months' profits to March 22. So you'd be taxed on the profits ending in that tax year for that tax year, now they're talking about bringing this in from 23-24 with a transitional year of 20, um, 22-23. Right. So that sounds very, um, garbled, but let's just think about it. So at the moment, if you've got a 30th of September year end, um, in 21-22, as I said, you'll be taxed on the profits up to 30th of September 21. Then in the following tax year, 22-23, you'd be taxed on the profits from the 1st of October 21 to the 31st of March 23, which is a very long period indeed. And then going forward, you'd then be taxed on the profits for the 30, to the 31st of March each year. This means that the 22-23 tax year would be the year of change. And instead of being taxed on profits for 12 months, you could be taxed on, on profits for anything up to... Um, about 23 months effectively um, and what they would yeah go on so Mark. I was going to say Matt I was just going to say Matthew you'll get and this is the, the, so some some clients might recognize this as as discussions we've had in the past with them about overlap yes, isn't it yeah and and particularly you know I can think of a number of clients where we've had discussions around merging and maybe that would require a change in year end and actually some clients have backed away from a merger because this overlap issue will cause them a problem. So do you want to go on to the, just, just come on to the overlap part of it? Yeah, certainly. Um, when a business starts um, under the existing rules, you often have some profits which are taxed twice. Uh, these profits are called overlap and you're normally allowed um, tax relief on these profits either when you change it, change an accounting period or when you actually cease in business. So um, the one benefit of, of the transitional rules to the tax year basis would be that you could use these overlap profits um, earlier than you would have done previously. The, the disadvantage will be that the profits that you're earning now are likely to be higher than the profits you were earning when you first started. So therefore, the liability for 22-23 is, is probably going to increase. And that's the killer, isn't it? Because, if, it is. I mean, I suppose if you're a... 
if you're a business with a March year end, then actually this isn't really going to apply. Um, but there's probably, we, we were talking about this earlier. We reckon there's 20, 25% of our, of our practices are not March year ends. There'll be all sorts, but probably June and September is probably the most common. Um, and it's, it's the fact that maybe a partner is being a partner for 20, 30 years and, in principle, by doing this change, the partner is still only going to get taxed on twelve months. It's just a different twelve months, isn't it? it it's almost <laughs> it's 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 eighteen months of their current year profit, less six months of the profit they earned in their first year, yes. isn't it? And yep. if you and, and and particularly if you think actually if you go back to a partner that maybe has been around for 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 a while, particularly in those early days when they became a partner, um, they may have been on a reduced parity as well. Yes. So if we, we've not only got the impact of inflation, sort of meaning that the, the profits that are being earned now are far more potentially than they were 20, 30 years ago, but actually the parity impact means that, you know, it, you know, we could have quite a large disparity between profits earned in a six month period now versus profits earned in a, in a six year, six month period when they first started. And so that, that 12 month period that they're being taxed on as part of this alignment stroke overlap process, is therefore a lot higher, isn't it, than it than it would be in a normal year? Certainly, um, yeah. And, and I think I think the revenue haven't really thought about it further, have they? About what this no. this will mean for? I mean, looking at the, the draft legislation, they talk about what it will mean for things like uh, tax credits um, for um, you know child benefit payments and for student loans, etc. But of course, the big one for medics is going to be pensions, isn't, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we could be, I mean, we, we were looking at some numbers earlier, weren't we? And I mean, I mean, if you've got a partner that's currently earning, uh, I don't know, let's, let's say 180,000 now. Yes. Um, when they became a partner, they were earning, um, uh, I don't know, 90,000 at that point there. Then actually there's an extra 45,000 pound of profit that's going to come in to be taxed as a result of this. Yes. Now there's, there's discussion of this being phased over five years. And I, and I must confess, I think that's rather where HMRC have stopped thinking, which is they thought, great, there's more tax to bring in. Let's stop. But it's, you're right. I mean, the child benefit issue is, I, I mean, probably doesn't, doesn't apply necessarily to too many partners because they're already going to be over the limit, but that's a really interesting one, how that's going to be dealt with. But the really important one, Matthew, is pensions, yeah. isn't it? it Annual is. allowance. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, that's even after you've got over the hurdle about how the hell you deal with this from a superannuation perspective, which we assume would probably follow, but, but there's no guarantee of that. Um, um, but you know that's going to that's going to have an impact as well. But annual allowance will be a huge impact. Yeah, because if you think about it, if if you had your GP you're just talking about with 180,000 pounds worth of profits in a normal 12 month period, if he has an extended period now for 18 months and with the increased profits and lower overlap, if that takes him over the 200,000 pound threshold, he's, which it will, yeah, he's then going to be subject to tapered annual allowance. So his annual allowance will go down from maybe 40,000 down to sort of 10,000, um, which is then, um, you know, compared to his actual pension growth, which is bound to cause him pension issues. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, that's the, you know, we, we, we're all, I'm sure, well aware of the, um, uh, of the issues that annual allowance is causing and the 
probably knee-jerk reaction of, of, of government to try and solve it with all these various schemes to sort of pay it, to pay annual allowance tax on behalf of medics, but not really still having worked out how that's going to work as a mechanism. And, and this is just going to be an extra step, isn't it? It's just going to be an it extra is. issue to worry about. Um, I mean, I think there's two things here. The first thing I would say is that at least we've got some time to plan it and yeah. it may be worth uh, GPs taking advice and thinking about whether or not they should perhaps come out of the scheme for 22-23, which is obviously something we, we're, we're not allowed or authorised to advise on, but something um, they should consider. And I suppose, secondly, at, at least GPs will get what they wanted, which was to have a 31st of March year-end, um, even though it's been sort of crowbarred in. But, you know, for many years, GPs have said to us, haven't they, why have I got a September or a June or December year-end? Wouldn't it be easier to be aligned with the NHS year end? Yeah, you're right. I mean, from a from, from an accounting perspective, it, it would be easier to have a March year end. You know, we know that practices don't, and it's it's and the reason they don't usually is to delay tax payments in the early years, isn't it? It's yeah. just that um, you know I was talking to a practice last week, and actually we were talking about them moving their year end anyway, and you know they had a junior end but and they fully understood they were having to make payments you know after they'd retired and, and, and well after they'd retired but of course they planned for that by using their lump sum to do it yeah and so this is you know some long-term financial planning that might just need to be revised um so it's it's uh yeah it's a uh, it, it, I, I think i think you're right i think the most important thing i'd say is you know as this moves forward is for partners to actually understand what they're looking at yes. in terms of the number you yeah. know for some partners this will be a really big issue um, for others, even if they've got a, a junior end, actually, it might not be that much of an issue because it can, you know it can work the other way. It can work whereby um, maybe sessions have reduced over time, and and therefore it, it's less of an issue. Um, but I think it's really important to to work it out. And as a as a, as a partner in Ballard's that has a junior end, you know, we've been we've <laughs> yes. been scribbling on some numbers and trying to work it through ourselves, haven't we, over the last the last few days? So yeah, um, that's what I'd suggest. Okay, excellent. Okay. So what's the best thing for people to do? I think the, the, the best thing to do is to get in touch with us, um, with whoever uh, whoever your usual contact is, um, and just ask us to, to have a look at the numbers. It's not, it's not a, a particularly complex exercise. It's something that we should have, or we will have the records for relatively easily to be able to sort of give you an idea about what that overlap might be and what the impact might be if, if that's then phased over the five years as proposed. So, um, Sorry, Mark. It'll get- Sorry, I was just thinking, I found that recently practices have been earning um, some quite high profits. Um, yeah. You know, it's been quite um, good years because the amount of work that the GP practices have had to, had to do, and they've been rewarded for that. So this might be a particularly... Um, you know, particularly bad, bad time to do bad it. Bad time to do it. Yes. No, you're right. I know it's 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 not. You know, the, certainly the year through to March 21 has not been typical for GP finances, has it? Yes. My 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 instinct is that the year through to March 22 will probably yield similar levels before yes. um, central government works out what's you know that, that that there has been extra profit and also that money runs out and therefore 22 23 might not be quite as good but you're right it's particularly bad time possibly so um yeah and perhaps yeah perhaps actually just one of the ways we could sort of look at it is maybe we could trigger a, a different change of year end 
beforehand yeah. maybe we we could try out different sort of combinations couldn't we as, as to um maybe stagger the change over a couple of years rather than just in one year perhaps yeah I think there's all sorts of options, but I think you're right. They could be, they could, if there's a particular year where there's a particular advantage to taking the hit, yes. if you like, uh, voluntarily rather than being forced to, then that could have legs as well. I can see there being instances where that might happen. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a working it through exercise, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, and then once we've got the profits, then looking at the, uh, the impact on the pensions, I think. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah agreed. Yeah. So lots, lots to think about. Yeah, sorry, I, I, just before we sign off, it's probably worth just clarifying that um, we're talking really about sole practitioners and partnerships and not companies. These rules won't impact people, um, you know, consultants if they are working um, via, through a company, but it, um, it does impact those people who have a non-March year end who are working either in a partnership or as um, sole practitioners. Um, and for all those people, um, it, it is worth, you know, coming to see their accountants and their normal advisors just so that they can chat through the changes on a more sort of personalised, tailor-made basis. Excellent. Okay. Thanks, guys. So, as Mark um, had mentioned, uh, if anyone wants to sort of get in contact for any further information or clarity on this, just give us a call on the uh, normal number, which is 01905 794 or call or email your usual uh, contacts. Um, we're all on pretty much the same um, email format, which is first name dot second name at ballardsllp.com, which would, for example, would be mark.scallum or matthew.watson or myself, stephen.jones at ballardsllp.com. Um, and uh, thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Mark. And I will catch you on the next one. Great stuff. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Mark. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers, guys.